Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You currently locked in to the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo. You know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man here, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And you heard Bolo just said, this is the porch. Welcome. We are back at it again, man. It's November, Bolo. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. The end of the year is here. How you feeling, brother? Brother, I'm good, man. We under we under two months into the end of the year, trying to start strong, finish strong, all that good stuff. But you know, I can't start the day off without talking about God first. God is good. I'm ten toes down, brother. How you doing? Hey, man, I, I'm I'm so blessed. It's scary. I'm feeling good, and uh, you know, it's always a great day when we can hop on here on the porch, and uh, we got another another amazing guest. I know we say it every single week, but have we lied to y'all yet, Porch family? Like, just take a take a quick minute before I even introduce this next guest. Have we lied to you about the, any of our previous list. guests? We've had the list. We've had Maya. We've had Raina Roberts. We've had uh, uh, uh who else? We had Get Fit. We had Sabrina Parr. We mm. had so many names coming to my mind. Like it, it, it's almost getting crazy. And we got another legend in the making here on the porch. Before I introduce her, though. We got to shout out our sponsor, Bet Online. Hey, man, for all your sports betting needs, Bet Online is the place to be. NBA, NFL, um, college football, you name it. Anywhere where you want to make some money, go to Bet Online and use promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V to get your 50% welcome bonus. But without further ado, man, today's guest is someone to not to be played with. Mm. She's a Put former Division One soccer player, mm. a model, and mm. now she's a professional wrestler. The one and only Jada Parker, aka Tiana Caffey. Welcome to the porch. How y'all doing? Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, Absolutely. man. How how you doing? First of all, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm tired, but I'm doing good. I'm glad it's almost the weekend. How Absolutely. Bless, bless, bless. It's always, it's always, uh, you know, good when we're getting close to the weekend, man. So, uh, I, I'm feeling the exact same way. Let's start mm-hmm. it off, man, the way that we always like to start our shows off with, with one simple question. Who is Tiana? Let's start there. Who is mm. Tiana? And then after you answer that question, who is Jada? I want to know the difference between the two personalities. So there's really no difference. It's just my personality with Jada is me turned up 10 times more if that makes sense Mm. oh jada is everything that i wanted to be when i was younger but i was put in a box so i couldn't be like i'd always like watch my mouth be polite well what if i don't want to be polite you know what i'm saying like jada is the person that i needed when i was younger and Mm. So, so you wouldn't say that's like your alter ego that's just who you are just in general yeah it's like you know, you always got to put on a face for society because society right. is everything. So Tiana is like, okay, I'm going to play by your rules. Jada's like, no, you won't play by my rules, no matter Ooh. what. Like, I've been polite. Like, I've talked and everything. Now it's time for you to listen to what I got to say because I've listened to you. So now it's your turn to take a seat. I feel mm-hmm. that. 
Well, look, that might be one of my favorite answers on that initial question. Like, just the way she broke that down, like, it's got sad. me thinking. Like, we all, we all have like an inner, like, an inner self of who you really, really are. You know what I'm saying? Behind right. closed doors, like yeah. Bolo, uh, off camera, not at work, at home, and Bolo right. at work. It's probably two different two people. Two different human beings. Darnell at work and Big Smitty, you know, here on the porch, two different people. So, like, I love right. the explanation, like, like, how you broke that down, man, for sure. So, so Tiana, let, let me ask you, though, because sometimes people just live their life, this in, the entire their entire life in that box. For you, when did you figure out, like, okay, let me tap into mm. this, this true version of myself? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you is when I tore my ACL my senior year in college, mm. because I thought what God had for me was professional soccer like that's all I knew growing up was just sports. When I tore my ACL he was like nah I need you to sit down for a second like you need to realize mm. who Tiana is. I'm just more than an athlete I'm more than a soccer player I'm a grown woman who's been through some things you know what I'm saying just like everybody else. Yeah. But I had to find out who I was that whole journey and when I found out I found out I'm a personal trainer I found out I love reading books more you know what I'm saying and I found out I love wrestling so he just right. brought me to another path that I knew that was there I just had to be pushed in that direction that's real that, that's powerful man it's crazy that so often in life we all go through you know our own, our own trials and tribulations and in the moment it feels like the worst thing possible but ultimately as time goes on and God opens up those new doors for you. You look back and you're like, oh, that's why you did that. You know Thank what I'm you. saying? Because I, I played football. Me, me and Bolo, we played football together in college. We played at Ball State. And um, okay. it's a similar situation. I, I, I tore my lateral meniscus my senior year. And that's usually just like a quick, you know, four-week recovery or whatever. But for whatever reason, my knee just didn't get right. So I ended up getting DQ'd, missed my whole senior year. And my dreams of playing at the next level were basically crushed. And I have to like get into the real world. And I remember for a couple months, man, like life was kind of confusing. I'm like, damn, I just went from getting recruited for the NFL, you know, and being an all-conference player and this, that, and the third. And now I'm back in my city, you know, Indianapolis, and I'm trying to figure out life. Let mm -hmm. me ask you, like that initial, um, I guess, when you got the injury, right? when it initially happened, right, and you knew your season was done, it was senior year, like how describe what your emotions were and what you were going through from that standpoint initially. Ooh. Um, when it first happened, I was in denial because it happened during practice and I got up and I walked off like it was nothing. And then my trainer's like, nah, you done with practice, whatever. I could still do squats, I could still jump. Like, I'm like, oh no, it's not, it's not torn. I maybe might have sprained something, it's not torn. When I got the results back and they're like, no, it's it's done. My heart dropped because I was with my friend at the time and I was like, this is all I know. I was confused. I was angry. I was annoyed. I was everything but happy. But the happy emotions, I was all of that. And I had to realize later on down the line, like I had to sit down for a second and just enjoy my life and enjoy my journey that brought me to LSU because I was so focused. I had tunnel vision and this was my time to be like, nah. Shorty, you got one more year and you didn't enjoy any of it. You were so worried about protecting other people, being there for other people. You was never there for yourself. So now this year, year and a half, you've taken that time and you're getting to know Tiana more. So that's how I kind of looked at it. Yeah, no, that, and that's real. You know, I always thought about, you know, having some type of class that's created for people transitioning into the real world. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because 
I think when I think about my lowest moment, you know what I mean? I've been, I, I graduated in 14, so I'm out, you know, I've been out for a little bit, but it's like, when I think about my lowest moment though, to this point, it, it was that transition from football where that was my life. That was my job. That was my sport. Like I was on scholarship. So you had duties, you had things you had to do, garage you had to maintain, body you had to maintain, like all this stuff that you were bought into. And then like, it was just wiped away. And then it's like, all right, go good. Like I'm wiping my hands clean that you go figure it out now. And I'm like, holy shit. All I know is football. You know what I'm saying? So for you, obviously, you know, being able to, and I, I think we read too, Darnell, um, you even had the opportunity to go play uh, in the, in the U S um, so like you were legit, like you, I mean, you was called, I mean, let's talk about LSU now. Like, you know, that's, <laughs> that's big time. We ain't talking about, you know, pity Pat, you know, no knock to the other D ones, but you, you had the big dog, you had the big dog school. So a lot of people who, who there, you know, got expectations about, you know, going to the, to the next level. So, um, and obviously the chances increase of going to that next level. So to have that stripped away from you, it's kind of like you got to reinvent the wheel almost and recreate yourself. So, um, I definitely, I definitely can understand that. Yeah, it was, it was tough, but it's okay. It's okay. Everything happens for Everything a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Learn. It's cliche, but it does. It's a fact, man. It's a fact. And it's crazy, man. Like, obviously, just reading, you know, your story and, you know, even a few minutes that we've been talking so far now, I could tell you, you got this kind of competitive, natural energy in you. And I would have to imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, that a lot of this come from just like your family, man. I read that your father is a football coach. Your mom used to hoop. Your brother played football. And I think you're the baby, if I'm not mistaken, of the the household, right? So I I just imagine, like, Talk about what that environment was like just growing up. You know, I know how siblings are. I got a little sister now. So I'm sure like you and your brother probably was wrestling in the house. And, you know, okay. like talk about that competitive nature that's growing up. It was there since the day I popped out. Like it, it was there. Um, Just I really wouldn't be where I am and like who I am competitively. And as a woman, if it wasn't for my brother, to be honest with you, like, did I get my lashing? Yes. Did I get my my bubble up? Yes. Did I get tackled like I was a boy? Yes. But it made me tougher because I grew up around guys my whole life because my brother was in football. My dad was his coach. Like, they were just around all the time. So I had nothing but to adapt to their mentality. And they didn't care if I had long hair, if I was a female or not. They're like, oh, that's Timmy's little sister. Like, all right, cool. Let's go. You know, there was no, oh, it's okay. Nah, you want to play with the big dogs, you're going to get hit like a big dog. That's mm. you know what I'm saying. So that gave me that, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. If not, you better get out of my way type thing. So that's where I got my mentality from that. My mom and my pops, they both hooped. So, and my dad played football as well, but we hooped as a family. Mm. And my mom is very, very competitive. And I was like, all right, cool. So it would always be me and her against my dad and my brother but then it turned into me and my mom against each other versus my dad <laughs> and my brother because we would never pass the ball to each other right. and my dad is like we're we're the black holes because we always shoot we're not passing like we're shooting yeah. because we're like nah, i'm trying to win just as much as you are so it was just there and it it transferred over to the field and i just had so much fun with it like it brought me here today so i thank them for that that's dope yeah that's fine that's dope man and Obviously, man, like that competitiveness have transitioned you even to a, another another sport. Kind of yeah. walk us through the 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 how this happened. Like how how'd you go from being an LSU dominant soccer player? You know, you, you, you know the career ends from a soccer standpoint, and then out of nowhere, boom, WWE. I grew up watching wrestling. I'm gonna let me start with that. I'm a Easy. big time 
I, I, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Edge, the Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys. I grew up I, I, Friday Night SmackDown, Monday Night Raw, every fucking week. That's what I'm watching. So it just kind of walked me through like how you got that call and, and how you in this position now. Um, so they actually reached out to me during towards the end of my season, like my fifth year. And they emailed me, they contacted my manager, and I first saw it on my Instagram, they DM'd me, and I was like, oh, this is a scam, like, it, it don't, I don't trust that. Right. My manager texted me, and he was like, no, this is, this is legit, and I said, okay, but I can't give them an answer right now, because my draft is coming up. Mm. So we got on a Zoom meeting, I told my parents about it, and they're like, no way, like, it's so fake, I was like, no they just, they want me to go out there. So my dad hopped on the call with me. He explained everything. He gave me a time period of when to contact them if the draft didn't go my way. And in God's blessing, the draft didn't go my way. And he pointed me over here. It brought me closer to my family. I get to see them more. And I just get to represent my city in my whole life. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. That's cool. So, like, so let me get this straight, though. So, like, what do you think made them reach out to you, though? Like, did you have, like, like what gave them that impression like that like you would be a good fit for it you think um, just like you know how he saw me with lft you know what i'm saying like okay, they, okay. so they reached out and they saw me on the field like they've seen me in college and they see my profile and i'm right. like if the shoe fits lace it up let's go you know facts facts yeah. now what so in your mind though right i know you you, you guys were very competitive growing up so as much wrestling you did, it was probably more so around the, the lines of like you just playing in the house, kind of like just, you Survival. know, putting around in the yard and stuff. So how did you yeah. get acclimated to that? Like back into like more of that, like, okay, I'm I'm wrestling now. <laughs> oh, it was, it was never an acclamation. I was like that. I've always been like that. Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's never no. been a, like, that's just, that's why I never played basketball because I was too physical. So I went, then I played softball. Wasn't physical enough. Mm. I'm a talker, and that's the closest thing to like physicality I could get without crossing the line. You know what I'm mm. saying? With this, it just made me get used to being like tough skin. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, and I realized, yeah, there are people are stronger than me, but they not me at the end of the day. So it just transferred over here, and I just turned Damn. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not like hey, I think we're talking to Jada right now, boy. Like, <laughs> nah, for real, she, she, hey, she jumped in her back right right now, boy. Like, she said, she said, acclamation. Yeah, and doing this shit. Fuck you talking about? Like, yeah, you know you talking to? Pop your shit. Pop your shit. <laughs> nah, I love it, but now nah, it's real though. Like, like she said, I mean, it's like LFT. Like, you see her pay. She fit, strong, competitive, D one athlete. Like, they probably saw the same thing. They're like, yeah, we got it. We got to hit her up. So, Make the most tell, sense. tell me. So, walk us through like day one of like you go. I guess training, like, I, I, don't, I don't even know what the process is like. So, all right, you right. get the call, boom, you know, uh, right. you decide, you want to give it a shot. What's day one like for you? Like, are y'all just in there just freestyle wrestling or? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so day one was just our travel day. Like, we came in, we started early the next day at, like, 5 in the morning. We check in, we, we eat breakfast, all that, we get on the bus, and then they separate us when we get to the facility. So it was at Dallas and their trainings uh, area, the STAR. So yeah. it was like their training facility. Uh, they separated us and everything. And you had, I think, five to six stations. My first station was promo. Uh, your second was fitness and agility, and I couldn't wait for that. And your third, your other ones were just little agility tests that you had to do just to see 
like how you are if you really up the scale like if you're a catfish or not you know what i'm saying right. you can pose as an athlete but when you get in between them lines we're gonna see like who it really is um so my first one was promo i was shaking because i'm not good or i was not good at speaking in front of crowds because i get so nervous mm. and i know i have a good voice i'm just so like okay you know what i'm saying yeah, when i yeah. get so shy yeah and the guy just gave me the most confidence. Like I introduced myself, whatever. He was like, the minute you smile, he's like, you have the room, be confident in it. And I was like, oh, all right. Like, that's what we're doing. And that just took me into the test and the physicality and like all that, the test that we had to do. I was like, I'm going to be confident in me. So having that pushed me through all the tests. I'm like, I might not be the best, but I'll make sure they remember my name. Like they going to know who number 12 was the whole time. Mm. So that was day one. Day two, we got into the ring. Oh, excuse me, let me go back. At the end of day one, we was already in the ring. We learned the roles. We learned how to bump, all that. So by day two, we're already sore because we don't, like my body has not adjusted to that ring yeah, before. Right. And it's not as soft as people think it is. Like that is real at the end of the day. Day two, we got into our warm-up. So it was like 100 squats, 75 push-ups. Like it was just the warm-up. Then we get into like fitness stuff and all that. Day three, we had, or oh, sorry, at the end of day two, we had individual promos and they gave me a script and they're like, do what you got to do. You know, I was like, okay, as long as you put me as a bad person, I'm going to be good. Like, don't put me as no, oh, hey, like, no, right. let me have my attitude with it. And they're like, no, they gave me the script, whatever. Cool. By the end of that, I knew like, it's my time. Like I felt it at the end of my promo because- like they they saw me, they saw Jada when I didn't even know who Jada was at the time because I blacked out in front of the camera. I was like, all right, cool. Third day, we had a group promo and we actually trained in front of like fans at the end of the day, like mm. at the start. And we did all that. And they're like, okay, well, we'll contact you guys, like let you know everything. We had a great time. And they're like, all right, like stay by your phone. I'm looking at my manager. I'm like, yo, so, you know, like what's the word? They said anything to you? He's like, no. So they're like, just be by your phone. I said, okay. And he goes, take your phone off and do not disturb. I said, all right. Like, <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. So I ended up walking back to my hotel. I called my mama and I was like, this is down the third fielder. And she goes, take your damn phone off and do not disturb. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? All right, Ma, you got it. And God's blessing. I took my phone off. I put my phone down. I went to the other room and it rang. And he was like, can you come back to the facility? And I was like, Oh, we doing this. Okay. And then the rest is history. <laughs> Damn. What about what about your first live match though? How was Ooh. that? Um, like televised match or yeah. we like, have like, like yeah, so like your televised match were like now wait, so let me so let's back up a little bit then so mm -hmm. we can give the Porsche family a good idea of what this looked like from a visual standpoint. Is it do you shoot them live? Is that, are they live? So on Tuesdays, they're live. Most definitely they're live. Okay. Um, we have Tuesdays. Some sometimes the show starts at seven thirty because they film Level Up, which are just pre matches before our eight o'clock show. Eight o'clock is when NXT starts. Level Up is filmed, but it's broadcasted on Fridays after SmackDown. Got you. That's okay. how it's set up. So like people get confused with that. But my first NXT show, so I never had a Level Up. Like I never knew what it was like in front of the fans I just knew what it was like in front of my people back home because that was my only live show was coconut shows when we go around the state of Florida and just perform mm. 
So I'm like, oh, this is this is real. You know what I'm saying? Like we we were going through everything, and I was like, yeah, I, this this feels different. Like it feels different, but I was nervous in a good way. And one of my best coaches, like best strength coach, she goes, whenever you're nervous, that's God telling you about to do something great. Right. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm going to take that and run with it. I had my family there. I had my pastors there. I had my nephew there. And when my music hit, I blacked and I turned that corner and I saw my pastors and I was like, oh, we, yeah, we here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it lit. and then I look over and I see my nephew, like with this big ass sign with these names and everything and like pictures. He's like, let's go. I said, yeah, like this for him you know what I'm saying yeah. and that bell ring and it was showtime and it was the best feeling of my life I can't even oh, lie to you that's cold I'm getting that's chills right now you can hear the passion I was about to say you can hear the passion huh hit that tunnel <laughs> hit that corner you see the fam that's yeah that's real that's real life it was dope, it was dope. that's dope man not for sure man so one thing you, you mentioned I want to rewind a little bit um you talked about the physicality of of wrestling and how you know everyone says oh it's fake it ain't real this that, and the third Obviously, we get that, you know, it, there's acting involved in it, of course. But, like, kind of explain a little bit more. Like, when y'all getting slammed, you really are getting slammed. Like, you you really, that impact is happening. Like, talk about the, just the physicality of it. Yes. So, it's, there was physicality in my other sport. Soccer, yeah, we was throwing. But in, in here, we're throwing, but it's controlled. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We're not going out of the box. Like, yes, we know it's scripted. Everybody knows it's scripted. But in that ring, that's real. What we feel is real. Them slaps, them mm. bumps, all of that is real. And when I tell people, I'm like, okay, why don't you take a bump for a few hours? And you tell me how you feel after. And let me know if you have a concussion or if your ribs feel like they're broken. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. don't, don't try to tell me something that I feel every day. And that physicality is very real. It's real in practice. It's real in training. It's real in that ring, no matter what it is. When the lights come on, it's a show. But we just got to to the side and be like no we performing for y'all that's mm -hmm. wild all right all right jada keep keep it a buck with us all right I, and obviously you know you don't have to answer this but obviously you get a script is there a designated winner when you put them in the, when you guys are in the ring like there's is the winner already like pretty much set based upon what the script says are you guys really in in the ring getting after it so everybody knows like it's scripted we know who's gonna win okay like, okay we know who's gonna win but whatever happens out there is whatever happens because anything can happen out there out of our control. We know we're supposed to control who goes over and like who wins, but we don't know how we're going to get there. You know, that's you. The story okay. we, yeah, that's the story we're portraying out there in the ring. Like, of course we know who's going to win. That's fine. Yeah. But you don't know the story and everything that's going to happen out there. Cause someone could forget something. You like, Oh, now we got to work on the fly. Now we got to do this. Now we yeah. gotta so it's how we get there. Okay. I don't mind the ending. You know, that's whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. So let me ask you this then. So do you do you practice with the per like practice with your opponent before the main match? Yeah, that's a great question. Or, or do or is the first time you guys are facing each other is the actual match? So we have classes, and sometimes I work with the person in my class, like in my training class, all the time. So we have chemistry no matter what it is. Gotcha. So I'm going to have chemistry at the end of the day with everybody there because we have classes together. We have training together. So we don't have to meet sometimes and be like, oh, we're going to, uh-uh. I know your moveset. You know mine. 
we just gonna have to tell that tell that story together on how you fit into my world and how I fit into your world. So it could be like Jada and Carmen. How does Carmen fit in my world? How does Jada fit in her world? That's what that story is in between. Damn, that's hard, man. I, yeah, I, I always wonder like how that worked. You know what I'm saying? And I think I mean she you explained it perfectly. Like yeah, you know who's gonna win, who's gonna lose, but the journey is up to you. The story is up to you, and that's what defines like a great wrestler and versus like someone who, who might be average. You know what I'm saying? Like the storyline is all up to you. If you want to jump off these top Dang. ropes, if you want to get wild, it's kind of like up to you and up to y'all right. and how, how, how y'all want to, you know, get down. Mm -hmm. So I, exactly. I think that's dope. Let me ask that's you crazy. this. So with the WWE NXT, like it, 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 I guess, first of all, explain what like the difference between that league and like the, the main WWE, the different, the, the people who, you know, are new to this. So back then, to them, NXT was a, a developmental league, whatever you want to call it. Right. Now, we are a third brand because now it's us. It's SmackDown. It's Raw. It's mm. all of that. It's not just, oh, NXT is over here. All the main roster. No, nah, we all won now. So now we got main roster coming down. Like, Becky was just down here. You know what I'm saying? John yeah. Cena, all of them were just down at NXT. So it's no longer developmental. We all three brands are together. Like, we have family, like everybody says. It's no longer development developmental, and I'm so tired of hearing that yeah. because we all got to start from somewhere. So just yeah, and for me, I wouldn't even take it either. Even if it was, so what? Right. Like you got to right. start somewhere before you get to the next level. Like in high school, I I was on freshman, I was on JV, then I got the varsity. Like I had, you know, what I'm saying like it's a process. Progression. Like get red shirted in college, and then you got like that's just what it exactly. is. So that's what actually, so, with that being said, is is the long term goal to get to like SmackDown or Raw for you or I guess what's your she said yeah <laughs> most definitely I'm trying to be like Jade Cargo like when she came you know what I'm saying she Jade I'm trying to be like oh we want her you know what she I'm saying whoa too Jade Cargill yeah, like, yeah well, she 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 beautiful, beautiful yeah. woman, you know what I'm saying yeah. and she asked you know what I'm saying like I want to be like that. I want to be like, oh that's that's Becky you know what I'm saying well I want her over here Trish Stratus like all them Zoe Stark all of them. I'm like, oh, okay, Lita, all of them, Rhea. Tori Wilson. You feel me? Like, all of them, Sasha Banks, like, Naomi, all of them. I'm trying to get like that. And until then, I'm going to keep talking, but you're going to see in the ring, like, eventually it's going to be up there. So, yeah, that's my goal. That's Hell good. yeah. Put that out there. Now, what, what would you say the hardest part about wrestling is up until this point? It's a mental game. It's a mental game. Like, one day you, you up. The next day, you you down, and I've learned to really, really listen to my body. Like now, everything that I do, it affects my body. I understood that a little bit in college, but now I'm understanding because this is my career. Like this is my job. I have to take care of my body. I have to take care of myself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, physically, all of that. And I'd say that's the hardest thing is trying to make sure I'm okay at the end of the day and make mm. it 100% at the end of the day because I can't sit here and be 50% and perform with someone that's giving 100% because someone's going to get hurt. I need to be 100% just like they're 100%. If not, it's right. not. That's a good gotcha. point. Now, speaking, kind of staying on that on that subject, mm -hmm. walk us through, like, what's, what's like your diet right now? You know what I'm saying? Do you have a mm. specific, like, you know, dietitian or are you on your own? Like, walk us through that, like, through that lane. 
Um, I was on my own when I first got here because I was like, nah, I ain't gonna turn down no McDonald's. Like you got me messed up. No. Nugget, barbecue sauce, yeah, but... fry. Come on now. They got some new sauce too. McDonald's got some new sauce too, y'all. Really? Oh, I saw that. I saw yeah. that. But yeah. uh I'm sorry, I'm sorry, get going. No, it's okay because I was going anyways. All right. <laughs> but uh now I'm on a, a meal plan plan prep kind of thing, and I try to stick to it during the week. On the weekends, I kind of give myself, like, you deserve this. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I'm trying to cut it down. So at least maybe Saturdays, I only cheat on Saturdays. And then as soon as Sunday comes, it's right back to it. Because if not, I can't be 100% with myself if I'm not trying to treat myself the way I want to be treated and, like, take care of myself the way I need to take care of myself to do what I need to do and get where I need to be. That's real. I love that. I love that for sure, man. So. Let, I want to transition a little bit here, man. So, like, we're learning about Jada right now for the most part. I kind of <laughs> want to go to, like, a little bit more Tiana. I know it's the same person, but you but, but you feel yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, I let's talk you. about, like, life outside of, like, career. I know career is, like, your main focus right now. But, yeah. like, who is Tiana when she's not working, when she's not in school, when you just hanging out with, with your homegirls or homeboys having fun? Like, what do you like to do? I love – I'm a homebody. I am a homebody because mm. if I don't go outside, I don't have to spend money. And that's just how I see it. Like, that's just helped me save it. Or I'm chilling with my dog. My dog is like one of my best friends. His name is Cozy. Um, Cozy. If I, yeah, if I'm, not <laughs> that, I'm either outside with him, like just taking walks. I'm reading. I'm journaling. Like, I love reading. I love writing. And it just helps me escape and let things go for a second. Like, I don't have to be Jada. I don't have to be Tiana. Like I can be Titi, you know, like the little me. I don't have to put on no persona when nobody else is around. I like chilling, but I like getting to know myself because now I have time to like, like, okay, what do I like in that? Like, I love playing video games. I love going to arcades. I love going to random bars and just chilling and watching the games. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind that. Go anywhere by myself. I don't mind that because I like my own company. So I'm just learning me all over again and becoming my best friend. And that's just what we do. We lay back all the time. We chilling, but don't, you know? <laughs> so, so what you're telling us and what you're telling the porch too is uh-huh. you wouldn't mind eating at the Cheesecake Factory. At all. Come on at now. What do, you, what do you mean? Why? Why would I? That's what I, I'm saying. When you, when you <laughs> said games and stuff like that, I'm like, ooh, like that's. That's hey. good, but you know, hey, busters, you know what I mean? Like, busters. I mean? Yes, thank you, thank that's you. That's good, that's good. Yeah. I, and I just think the media need to portray more stories like yourself of like simplistic, like video games, like walks and stuff like that. I, I just, I don't know who is speaking for like the, the women in the world now that create the list of like thing, places you can't take a woman or places that shouldn't be you know, for the first date, like we got to really get a, a whoever going to be the spokesperson to really put it out there. Cause it's like, ah. That's too much. when I saw that, I was like, are you everything on that list? I would go to. And I'm like, okay, maybe am I tripping? tripping. That's what yeah. I was like, hold on. But I thought the cheesecake was dope. I, I thought it was too. Like, <laughs> I like it. That Oreo. Come on now. Like, what we doing? <laughs> I like it. No, it's the shepherd's pie. I'm going to push you the on. Shepherd's pie. Okay. Crazy. What? I ain't had the shepherd's pie. We going to cheesecake factory this weekend. We going to cheesecake factory this week. Put me on game. Shepherd's pie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't like chilies. Yes. Put me for the two for twenty. Yes. Ooh, two for the dub for real. Uh huh. 
Get them chicken tenders, boy, them fries. Stop playing. I'm getting hungry on the porch. Nah, with the, with the dip, too? You get some dip? Man. In the case of dip. Let me know. You can, I'll keep hey, go I ahead, go food ahead, all day. Go you ain't seen me say I'm a big boy. We talk about food all day now. <laughs> while while we on this topic, since Bolo brought it up, let me okay. ask you, we, we always need a woman's perspective on certain things. Like, what to you, in your opinion, is like the definition of, of a good a good husband, a good boyfriend, a good a good man? Because again, just so many, just so much information and, and being tossed out that like when I look at it, I'm like, man, that can't be it. Like, that don't make sense. Like, the, like these are the standards for a, a good dude, a good boyfriend. From your perspective, what mm-hmm. do you think? You know, you got older brother, obviously a great father. You got examples in your life. What? How do you define a good man in your, your eyes? It's not... So I'm going to go back to, like, what you said. It's not a great man. It's, it's just a great person mm-hmm. in general. Like, you could be a great man or a great woman, you know what I mean? But you don't have the assets that I want in a person, whether you're a man or a woman. Like, yes, I love men, you know what I'm saying? But I look for the person yeah. and what you got in here. You could look good out here all you want to. It's show me what your heart is. And like, let me let me unlock this for a second. Like, let me know what you're thinking sometimes. But to me, like a great person, you're loyal, mm. very respectful, your understanding and mm. I feel like if you have those three things, you'll always be a great person, a genuine person. Because if you loyal to somebody, I don't have to question you. If you respect me, I know you know there's boundaries that you cannot cross. But if you understand me, you're gonna understand why you can't cross those boundaries. Because mm. you know me as a person, you're gonna respect me as a person. You're loyal enough to me to understand me and understand how important those boundaries are to me. Absolutely. And that's just a person that I want to be with like that's a man I would want to be with yes gentlemen all of that and they always say you have to pay attention how a man treats their mama but sometimes that's not the case it's not I pay attention on how they talk to their mama when they met I pay attention to how they open a door for an older woman how they treat older ladies you know what I'm saying out in public how they treat the waiter are you rude to the waiter like you need to have some type of manners because you're not going to sit here and talk to somebody crazy and think you're going to be in my space and disrespect somebody and think I'm not going to say something that's you don't rock like that so if if someone has those three things gentlemen all of that oh we good we We good because if you do that if you do that to Jada while you're on a date she gonna body slam your ass (laughs) first and foremost first and foremost (laughs) trying to let you know like you gotta come correct around DDT your ass on a fucking chili table off that bullshit for real and that's 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 another question I want to ask as well like obviously Physically in shape, right? Doing your thing and on the re- and on the wrestling side, like you can you can probably put it on somebody if it if if it came down to it. Does that like kind of like make people a little bit abrasive, like as they approach you as far as like relationships, like at all? Like, has anybody ever thought about that? Like, damn, like she probably could take me if she really wanted to for real. Like, you know, I may have to like kind of like ease into it a little bit slower. Like, how does that how does that work? Or even if you probably never even even really experienced it, but I mean, I just gotta ask. No, I have I've experienced it my whole life. Like, oh, right. So now it's just like that's how they slide into the DMs now. Like that's mm. that's break it's it not down. Their, break it down to us. It's not that they're scared to be like, oh, they're intimidated. That sometimes some people like that, and I'm like, why would you ask me to do that to hey, you? Come on. 
You, you know what I'm saying? They're like, can you right. me like on the floor? Why would you want that? First of all, like, what do you mean? But they they just, it, it's cool, but it's not cool. Cause I'm like, there's a line with me. There is respect. You're not going to yes. come at me like I'm some shorty on the, be like, hey, yo, Red, no. I have a name. You can say, excuse me. You don't have to touch me all the time. And you don't have to be like, oh, like, I know you can do this. Okay. And test me and see what happens. And you're going to take note of those, those results. Like, please don't, don't do that. And it's when they keep like egging me on and they're like, oh, you won't do it. And, but when they get to the touching stage and be like, oh, hot. I only warned twice. Don't, please don't let me get to the third time. Like, don't, don't. Wild. you know what I'm saying? Like they do it all the time. And they're like, what you do? I know you do something. Like, yeah, I'm a wrestler. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> Trying to mess with you. So, so you mentioned something, right? You talked about the DMs, right? Uh, like from a lot of our guests that we've had on with, with a strong following, right? They, they they're they're pretty big on like not hitting the DMs, right? Like you 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 pretty much be unsuccessful hitting the DMs. So, like, what's the best way for somebody to uh come at Jada or Tiana? Um, and, and you know, obviously score instead of just shooting a shot. Um, it really depends on like, you can come at me very politely. You can be like, Hey, how are you? Like, I've had that very polite messages. It's just, if I'm in the mood to answer them, I'm gonna answer them. It's not, mm. Oh, you can send me like a great message and be like, Oh, that's very sweet. There's a lot of gentlemen. Yeah, but I hate when they're like, "Oh, what's your cash app?" I, what? Who says I want you? <laughs> right? Like, yeah, who? Oh why, man! First thing you say to me, and like, I don't what's your cash app. Yeah, tight. When oh, I'm like, you ain't got Zell, you know, cash app be like taxing. But anyways, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got anyway. you ain't got hey, don't they don't tell me Zell me, huh? But Remember I was that? like, if yeah. you can send me a beautiful message, and I'll acknowledge it if I feel like okay, like they really took the time out of it, but. If I'm not in that zone of like, oh, I'm looking for somebody, it, it's gonna be in the request. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like it's when I'm in tunnel vision, get so many DMs too. It's probably I can't imagine what your DMs look like. It's probably crazy to even. Mm-mm. I don't know. I had one experience, and I never want to answer a DM again or like open a DM again. It mm-mm. folks off the chain. I already know. I already know what your like, DMs look like. Like what? What? Like what? What is one of like your craziest DMs? Like I mean, you already Uh-oh. mentioned. The, 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 the request and I so for example somebody told us I think it was Carly J uh guess what previous guests we had you know, people Carly got J. all these different like fetishes and stuff like that hey shout out to you that's I'm not judging nobody do your thing but like somebody asked like for her to send him a picture of her armpit or something like that yeah and I was like damn like straight listen, up everybody like what you like I'm really not I don't, I don't judge we all got got a little side to us I get it but the armpits a little was kind of different. Like, yeah, what type of like what's the craziest that you could think of? Like DM that that you've gotten. I'm gonna be real. The crazy, like the weirdest one. Give us some, both. Give us the craziest. Give us the weirdest. If you got two of them, that's cool. The craziest one. Someone sent me like my email address, and they're like. Oh, we know you like this. I sent me emails and like they sent me my DM, and then they started emailing me like love stories about us. And I've never met this person in my life, like ever. They would psycho shit like chapters of the dates we would go on, um, the kids that we had, and I'm like, 
man, I don't even know your name. Like, no disrespect, but disrespectfully, I don't even know you at all. That was the craziest one. The weirdest one. That's intense. The weirdest one. Someone asked me to send them my shin guards after a game. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I, 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 thought, like, I thought you were about to say more and you stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what? After and I'm gonna be real with you, shin guards smell like they right. they're disgusting. That is what? No, my shin guards? No. Now I gotta ask you this though. Was there did they offer like a bag for it? They offer some money for the shin guard, or they just said send, send your shin guards? Oh, they always do. They always offer. They always offer. Did you and say I'm, you ain't you ain't opening up that that door? What my dad told me two things. Well, one thing, money is the most evil thing in this yeah. world. Money that's can a, control everything. But like once quick money ain't always good money. That's real. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want quick money. I want that's my a money. lot of wisdom. It's you, a lot you, of wisdom right there. <laughs> For so, real. Shingars, Bolo. I didn't hurt it all. Shingars. What? I already know you getting. I already know you getting. The, you getting the feet deals, but everybody get those now. Everybody no. ain't getting those. See, but that's the thing though, because they they'll comment on my stuff and they're like, "Oh, you never show your feet." I'm not gonna show you something that could sell something. So why would I show them? Like, right? That's taking away my bag. You know what I'm saying? That's why true. Would I, why would I post them when I know that's something that you want? I'm not gonna give you what you want because you're a follower. And no one told you money to off my damn. It's crazy. She's dropping a lot of gems. Got right a lot now. of wisdom over there. Exactly. You know, so it's, you know, be prepared. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. I'm still thinking about these goddamn shin guards. Like, what can you fucking do with these shin guards sexually, though? Like, sexually, like, what could, what can you possibly do with a shin guard? They probably just want to, I know it sounds crazy, but they probably just want to, like, smell them. And the fact that they know that she wore them. And they're so attracted to her, it's like making them ooh. Yeah, like, okay, oh. okay. Bolo, like okay. imagine somebody hitting us up after a game and said, like, damn, Bolo, can you send me your uh uh your knee pads? You know what I'm saying? Like your football, your dirty football pants. Like what? Disgusting. Your shoulder yeah. pad. You know, a football locker room stink. You know, we you know we oh, I know. that football, <laughs> right? I know you know that football scent. It just once those pads get that sweat on there, it is what it is. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Hmm. That's true. I smell that right now. <laughs> Hey, you yeah, just got PTSD, like, ooh, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh -uh. That's wild. Yeah. That is yeah. wild, man. Let me ask you, before we go to our quick hitters, I got, I got two more questions for you. So going back to, to the to the sports side a little bit more, walk mm. us through your pre-game routine. So now it ain't, mm. it ain't the game. It's your, it's your pre-job routine. Like, how do you prepare? Like, let's say you got a matchup. You got a match tonight. What you yeah. about to do? Are you, are you listening to music before? Are you doing yoga? Are you praying? Like, take us through that um, real quick. So what I did for soccer is exactly what I do for wrestling now. And But it took me a while to click that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it took me a minute to get it. But now, so my routine is I get up. I do my playlist and my prayers, do my morning routine, whatever. I go to the facility. I put my stuff up and I'm like, okay, I see where I'm at on the list on like when I get my makeup, all that stuff done. And I know when I have time for like me and to get my mind right. So everything's done. I get my makeup, but all that I'm listening to music. I have this one song, uh, it's called Monster. And it's, have you seen, uh, 
it's like something flow on Netflix with like Cardi B and Chance the Rapper and all them. Oh yeah, when they uh the the rap battle like they kind of yeah. Rap so battling. you know, it's yeah. like his name is Flawless. Yeah. But he is like so he came out with a song like a while ago called Monster, and I put the it's on repeat all the time, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's it's gonna be some shit, you know. Excuse my language, but I'm like, all right, yeah. I get my gear on, and I'm like, all right. I go my little routine. I stretch a little bit and I make sure before I go out, I always send my prayer to him. Like it could be three minutes, five minutes. I make sure I got time to talk to God. Like I have to, because if not, I'm going to think too much. I'm not going to be me. I say my prayer. I put my music back in and then I put my theme song on. I'm like, all right, now, now we feeling it. I'll go over everything I need to go over with my producer. I'm like, okay, this is what I need to know. This is what I need to do. I look at the girl. I pray with her. I'm like, if you open to it, we could pray. If not, let me go handle my business real quick like right, that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then we go into this thing called Gorilla before you go out. And I'm back there with them. We'll pray back there. We'll do like a little hug, whatever. And for the next like 45 seconds, it's, it's me. Like, it's mm. me. You know what I'm saying? I close my eyes. I hold my, my cross. And I'm like, I'm here for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. we here. I'm changing my life. And this is, God brought me here for a reason. And they about to find out why I'm here. Like, I know why I'm here. The world don't know why I'm here yet. But they're going to, the more they see me on TV. And that's right. just my setup going out there. Yeah, that's fire. I love that. That's real. That's that's dope. And I love how, before we kind of transition to our final kind of fun, loose, looser question, I love yeah. how you always connect God and bring God into every single step of mm -hmm. your journey, no matter what. You know, you make sure before the fight you're praying, after the fight you're praying, you got your cross, you got your pastor at, at your mat, your pastor yeah. at your mat. <laughs> yeah. like, you always find a way to, to stay connected. And I think that's so important because, you know, in life, especially in today's world, with all the distractions and access to so much just craziness in the world, you know, sometimes it, it, it can be hard to always stay fully connected. You know, even myself who grew up in the church and went, used to go to church almost every Sunday. As you get older, sometimes it, it does get a little a little tough to always stay fully connected the way that you that you want to. And uh, I think I think just even hearing you talk about it so much, even me subconsciously, it's like, dang, Darnell, like you need to make sure you staying on your, you know, what I mean, uh, staying on your prayers more, staying on getting your, getting your word more, just staying connected because you know it's it's hard. It's really impossible to fail. I feel like if you're fully connected to God, exactly. you know what I'm saying? You can have some bumps in the road, but the bigger goal and his plan will always come to light if you stay connected to him. So I just think it's beautiful that you're, you know what I'm saying? You're still staying connected. I wasn't always like, I, I was, I'm going to be honest with you. Tearing my ACL brought me to him. I can't even lie to you. Like tearing my ACL. My dad always told me, don't ever throw God's gift back in his face. Cause it's not gonna be nice when he take it away. God giveth and taketh, no matter what it is. Whether he loves you, whether he's teaching you a lesson, he gonna take. If you're not using his gift correctly, he always gonna mm -hmm. snatch it back. But he's gonna snatch it back because he has another purpose for you. Cause you didn't fulfill that other one, and that's okay. You just had to learn a different way. Mm -hmm. But I had to put my pride to the side and realize, like, I messed up. But I, I couldn't fight my battles by myself. And I couldn't fight Satan by myself. I couldn't fight the devil by myself. And I needed him with me because I'm thinking, oh, I could blow up with everybody. Nah, shorty, like, I got to have him have my back. Because if not, I'm not going to make it out here at all. So I just found a way to fight back with God. 
real quick. I'm sorry. This Damn. is unplanned, but just listen to what you just yeah. said. And, and only speak on what you're comfortable speaking on, of course. But you just said that you wasn't always connected to God. And you or you went through a phase where you wasn't connected to him to the same level you are now. Kind of dive into like a little deeper to that, like pre-ACL, like what, what were some of the, I guess, distractions or, or struggles or whatever you want to call it, vices. We all got vices. What were some right. of the things you were like, I guess, struggling with prior to that point? Um, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I was doing. I knew what I was doing at school. I knew that I play soccer, but I didn't know who I was. I was so lost. I was broken. Like I was half a person that I was because like my soul wasn't there. I was heartless, all of that, because of everything that I went through those past five years. And I'm just like, if God is real, then why am I going through this? Why am I right. like I'm by myself? This down the third and I told my ACL and I was like, why? And I stopped mid-sentence. Like, why did this happen? And I'm like, let me stop because I'm always complaining. Why this? Why that? God don't want you complaining. You're, I need to reach out to him. I, ne I don't need to complain about what he put me through. I need to reach out to him and be like, I need your help. I need this from you. I don't know how to ask for it, but I'm on my knees. I need your help. And that's what I had to do. Like, he broke me down as a person to build me up as a woman that I've always wanted to be. Mm. Hey man, that's powerful. Right? It's crazy, man. How to uh, we always get to this point, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Using, you know, it's a vessel. You know, you're a vessel, and I think every time we get somebody on the show, I think it reminds us, and also reminds our listeners as well. You know that you know, put God first. You know, lean on Him. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding. He'll direct you. You that discernment. Um, get you out of those times where. You know, maybe you thought you couldn't get it out, but you you put everything in his hand and he was allow, allowing you to, you know, that oh, favor yeah. to see, you know, better days. Obviously, you're a living testimony right there. So we definitely appreciate you for sharing that. Thank you. I appreciate it. 100%, man. Yeah. That got me emotional on the porch right now. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I gotta do that for you. Gotta do that for you. It do, it do, it do. But we're gonna go to our last segment. This is our quick hitters. You know what I'm saying? We'll ask you just these are random questions. Okay. It could be about anything. So we just want to hear your response. Get kind of give a short, short, medium-sized answer, I'll say, and we'll go on okay. to the next one. So Bolo, I want you to get it popping, and we're gonna just go back and forth like this. All right. Bet. Let's get it. Okay, Jada, first question. What's Jada's dream wrestling match scenario? Ooh, Sasha Banks. Ooh. And Bianca Belair. Ooh, Sasha, Sasha Banks, Banks and Bianca, Bianca Belair. Belair. Yep, yep. Dang. You got that look in your eye, too. Like, 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 you ready. Like, you ready today, what? almost. What? What? Let's go. Uh, uh, Mercedes Monet, because she goes by that now. I will, yes, please. Ooh. <laughs> That's hard. Okay. All right. Next question right here. Mm -hmm. Is there ever a reason to go through your partner's phone? Yes, Ooh. yes or no, and then tell us tell us why. Either way, is there ever a reason to go through your partner's phone? Can I put like a maybe? <laughs> That's fine. All right, tell, tell us why. Gonna, tell us why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Because I've been through one phone, and I will never go through one more phone again in my life because mm -hmm. it broke my heart. But. My gut told me to go through his phone. So, because he would always go through mine. And I'm like, what? I'm doing mm. So, if you're feeling like that, then I'm going to go through yours. And the wow. one time, God was like, I told you not to do it. <laughs> or oh. like, 
God, he it's not that he told me not to. It's like I I brought you to this phone. Mm, you know what they say though. You go looking for something, you go find something. Exactly. Exactly. You go find something. But I see what she's saying. She's saying that he was doing his own dirt. Right. So he felt bad and thought, well, if I'm doing this, I know she's doing it. Thank you. And that's what kind of led to it. That's kind of deep right there. So okay, so maybe. So maybe. Maybe it depends. If your gut is telling you, trust your gut and trust, yeah. If not, don't do it. Mm. Hey, we, we can do a whole show on that bolo. But, uh, <laughs> all right, jump in. Uh, yeah, jump in. Okay, jump in next. Yeah. Okay, I got a question for you. All right, seeing that we are all athletes, obviously you are an active athlete right now, right? So there's a big rumor out there that athletes perform better in their sport when they don't have sex, right? They say they need the legs, right? Is I, I just want to ask you, do you agree or disagree with that theory, and tell us why? Can I agree to disagree? Mm, explain it. Let us know how you <laughs> how you feeling. Is it within twenty four hours? I heard I heard a twenty four hour rule. Like especially when I used to run track, our track coach used to tell us whatever y'all doing is behind closed doors. Whatever y'all want to think y'all indulging in, like just save it. Give us twenty four to forty eight hours before after after the track meet. Because I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I can agree with that because you know freshman T was likes to test things and had no legs, so we just gonna. And it was a fitness test the next morning. I was like, what? Right. What did you do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we got to thug it out. So, you know, I out. would just say, if you're not ready to drink, like, three energy drinks, then don't do it. Ooh. The next day. Okay. Yeah, don't, said, don't three do it. In it. I mean, hey, TT going in. She said three energy drinks. Hey, she said she she said she's a competitor. So, I guess that's in every single area of her life. She's competing. That's a fact. Oh my gosh. You said if you ain't ready to drink a gallon of energy drink, you don't need to be ready. <laughs> if you're not ready, like if you know you have a game or like a meet the next morning and you're gonna test them waters, you better wake up, drink your water, better have a red bull by Fred, lunch. You better, be you better start your next energy drink. If not, it's not gonna kick in. That's real fast. Your initial answer was I can I agree to disagree, but then yes. Bolo threw his answer and you kind of flip back. So I feel like I your could- actual answer is you disagree. Which means you believe as long as you prepare yourself, then it's okay to perform those acts before an event. Is that is that correct? Am I reading you right? If that makes you happy, if that, that makes, makes you happy, happy, do what you got to do. It's a great answer. Handle your business. Everybody great different. answer. Everybody different. Exactly. Right, last one on kind of on that similar topic before we move on to our final final question. All right. <laughs> this is fun. Name one wrestling move that you've learned that could be used in the bedroom. <laughs> take your time. Take your time. <laughs> I got on. one in my head just from being a fan, but I want to. I want to hear from you first. Oh, Lord, forgive me. Uh, <laughs> it's called a bear hug. Take it how you want. No, nah, we no, nah, no. Nah, you can't, you can't throw the bear hug. Can can we get some? Just a little, like just, just like what's the how you perform the move? Is it? Hey, you got the internet just like I do. <laughs> a bear hug. Let me see. I'm about to look this shit up right now. Bear hug. It's a hold, and it's called a bear hug. And y'all gonna see what I'm talking about. Look, bear hug, sex position, images. Gotcha. Wrestling move. Am I typing the wrong thing? I mean, I just 
Yeah, I just correlated it to. Okay, well, let me type in what you typed in then. Let me see. Everything. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. She said, she family. said, that's why she said, she said, Lord, forgive me. Oh, hold on yeah. Oh, of course, course, family, the bear hug, y'all. Hey, look, you know, obviously we tap in a lot of different, a lot of different arenas in here on the porch, y'all. But the bear hug, y'all. Hey. Y'all got Google. Y'all got Google. That's a good move right there. Hey, she put us on game. Try it out, y'all. put us on game, y'all. So, hey. Put us on game. We'll take it. All right, we'll take it. You know. All right, before we close out, I got to ask you this one question. So, you were at LSU, right, in the prime years. Uh-huh. They won a national championship on the football side. Like, what was that like? Were you there in that environment when they won a national championship in 2019? I was there. I wasn't at the okay. game, but, like, I was there. It was amazing. It was so amazing because I knew most of them on them. Like, I was friends with a few of them, like, real close friends with a few of them. Yeah, uh-huh. And they deserve that so much. Like That's cool. Because so I've seen them from, like, freshmen work their asses off to get like their position, the, a starting position at LSU. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. boy, I was so happy for them. Like it was a proud like sister moment because I saw the work that they put in and I saw how excited they were. Even the ones that didn't even get a chance to get on the field, they were so excited because they What's have family. You know what I'm saying? And we was just so proud of them. I was so proud of them. They earned, all of them earned that, for real. Yeah, and, okay. that, and they say that's one of the greatest, the greatest uh, like seasons in teams. Yeah. Yeah. It was about history, you know what I'm saying? Like Facts. what Joe Burrow did, and obviously, you know, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Ch- they, that that team was loaded. So right. electrifying. So, so. All right, but final question here for you. And this one is just a fill in the blank. Hey. In five years, Jada slash Tiana will be blank. On SmackDown. Oh come on now. Answer that quick. <laughs> and she just put it in the air bolo. So what does that mean? It will happen. Come on now. Spoken to existence, and it's going to happen, man. So we can't wait to see you on SmackDown. Hopefully the Porch Podcast can, like, we could be a part of your routine or something. I don't know. We can figure hey. something out. Bring us a SmackDown with you. We're going to be in there supporting you. Um, but no, we appreciate you for hopping on the Porch, man. We know it's late your time. Um, this is your time. If you want to shout out anything you, you're doing, let the Porch fans know where they can find you. Anything you want to promote, this kind of your time to just talk about that uh i do want to promote so we have deadline coming up in connecticut okay we have it coming up and i believe it's in these next few months i believe so like it's coming up real quick i know it's in connecticut and so if y'all want that you can watch it on peacock if you want to or you could buy your tickets to go to connecticut and buy them. I'm not saying I can get them for you. I'm saying you can go to like Ticketmaster, all that, and do that. But I do want to shout out my people and all them. Like, I love y'all to death. My best friends, Alethea's. Today's her birthday, actually, is my best friend. I've known her since womb, womb to the tomb. You know what I'm saying? Womb to the tomb. Womb to the tomb. What's her name again? Uh, Alethea? Alethea. Happy happy birthday from the Porch family. Turn up. I just appreciate my family and the family that I have made, like outside of this, y'all know who I'm talking about, my pastors, my nephew, all of them. Like, I appreciate y'all and I love y'all. And I appreciate the porch for reaching out to everybody. Like, y'all cool people. I appreciate y'all and respect everything y'all that y'all do. So thank you so much. Much love. Much it's love. an honor, man. Like, you got two new supporters uh, backing you for the rest of your career. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So you ever need a 
just hit us up on anything or you need a platform to, to, to talk your talk or promote something, <laughs> we got your back. And uh, stay Thanks. healthy, keep grinding, keep God first, and uh, keep believing in yourself, man. You know, we definitely going to continue to follow your journey. We might have to talk. I might have seen you some more LFT. Bolo uh-huh. got a shirt on right now. I know you got a lot of big brands and stuff, so it ain't. It could be non-exclusive. It could be non-exclusive. Oh, I like the color. I might have like to throw it. you a little something. Live for the day, You're going to see. <laughs> I appreciate y'all for real. Yeah, Thank yes, you so man. much. But poor family, y'all, y'all can stream this man on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify for all the audio listeners, for the video listeners. Obviously, man, we on caffeine.tv. Download the app and then also our YouTube channel as well. So you have no excuse to not find the porch. Make sure you hit, hit the subscribe button, like, leave a review, leave a comment. And Bolo, man, how do we end every show? Another one in the books, y'all. We appreciate it. Every time you get out the bed, you put 10 toes on the ground. Make sure you thank God. You make sure that the best you is the best you. And we out. Peace. Started on the porch. That was where it all began. Had to put in work. Every day we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we needed. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless. I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'ma see it. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated. What do we bleed? Came from the jungle, we humble but hungry and hunting defeat. People don't want us to leave. They love us and rush to the bus when we run in the streets. Thinking we stun in the sea We came from nothing to something Now up in the lead Now we ain't coming in peace Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league We got a reason We put in work every day of the week Every month, every season So many schemes Had to go off for the team We gave our all and succeeded Came from the deep end Woman and pots cooking ramen At times that was all we was eating Now we be feasting Five star restaurants every week Whole teams ripped in cloth and it seems They looking hard when we step on the scene Call us outcast, we so fresh and so clean Hand about cash, please don't ask for a meeting Just hit the stoop out the spaz on the beat Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet Just play it cool when I tax you the fee We need a pool in the back with a cord and a board to go jump off and splash for the heat Live for the day cause the past can't determine the future Or where you gon' actually be Keep staying presence, our presence a blessing It's all that we have and we actually need I'm taking action with passion, detaching The ones who keep acting, attaching to leech I am no pastor but actually preaching Look up these letters and actually read That was where I began Had to put in work Every day we got it in We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it We make it look easy, we achieving everything we needed Now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only business If we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see it I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.